Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... It's not too late for Ryan Tannehill MVP talk. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football, the show that respects Coach Shanahan's flat-brimmed hat. I'm Eagles fan Daniel Hardigan. Super Bowl rematch, baby. As always, I'm joined by Distraught's Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. No playoffs. We're done. Wow. <laughs> to my left wow. is a man whose team is unfortunately no longer on bye week, Washington football fan Jamel Johnson. Don't. Include me in enjoying the flat brim hats. Don't don't say that the whole podcast is cool with that hat. How are you not cool with that hat? That's the Inland Empire like I'm look. That's cool. the tuxedo of the Inland Empire. I am not cool with the carne asada burrito hat. Truck nuts? No. Lifted truck? No. A lot of truck stuff? No. You're a professional, dude. Curve it, at least. Put a rubber band around that thing. You all should see the curve on Jamel's hat right now. The curve. Is fucking this thing looks like fucking. Asymptoting. It looks like some goddamn trigonometry homework. I got a slurvy curvy hey, hat on is, too. But I do, yeah. I do work in the flat brim. <laughs> a lot. Do we work? <laughs> when you're when you're driving your uh, your Land Cruiser, my F three fifty, your FJ, that fucking blue Toyota shit, the Real FJ Cruiser hats have curves. Okay, let's start the show off like we always do. Danny Solomon, what'd you hate about watching football this week? God, so much. Uh, That game was brutal. The game that we all know I watched and topping it all off. Dan Hardigan chooses to open the show by needling me a little bit about it. But that is not what I hate because this is going to be a larger concept. Mm. Sports betting. I just went to Vegas this weekend, so maybe I'm a little raw about this. But I think there's a real point to be made about sports betting being bullshit. It always sounds fun, right? Hey, you can win a lot of money. You could win a ton of money that you didn't have before. All you need to do is pick the games right, and we all know who's going to win and who's going to lose, who's going to suck and who's great. Everything is so obvious. Then the games start, and you realize that you don't really want to lose any money. (laughs) You thought at the time of when you were making that bet, hey, we could win, and also if you don't, it's just money. Then the game start, you're like, fuck. Man, now shit's really on the line. The stress is up. We talked about stress last week. It's just eating away at you on top of the already palpable stress that you get from just enjoying football on a normal level. And you always lose money. All right? That's the fact. You always something will always fuck you. I had in Vegas, I made a can't miss parlay with Arizona, Tampa Bay, and KC to win. That was it. 
That's all it was. And Arizona and Tampa Bay, huge spreads. I could do plus nine. Well, Arizona and Arizona Tampa Bay were, were playing each other. What was it? It was Arizona at, at Tampa all Bay. All right, so then Ari- the Arizona-Tampa Bay game, and then I had the Bills-Cleveland game. That's what it was. Big spreads. 11 and a half, Arizona had to win or had to lose by. And then on the other side, the Bills just beating the, just beating the, the Cleveland Browns by nine. It all seemed possible. And then, of course, the Chiefs are going to beat the Tennessee Titans. I had it. I was spending my money until we blow that fucking field goal to ice the game. Everything collapses in on itself. The earth turns on its axis, and we all fall off it into space. Why do we keep needing to add possible ways to ruin our Sunday? Your team could win, and you'd be happy. But no, you got you to gotta add your fantasy leagues and your DFS and your regular bets and your oh, prop no. bets and your friendly wagers with your buddies, which I also <laughs> lost one of. Ooh, yeah. It's impossible to have a fully good Sunday. It's always tempered by some bullshit that you're mad about. And I know I could just I could just learn how to gamble well, right? That's what that's what all the people out there would say. Just learn how to gamble properly. Yeah, that sounds fun. Studying fucking advanced statistics for years <laughs> so I could still lose thirty percent of the time anyway because God is a bastard. Sports Whoa. betting. Woof. <laughs> would we say God's poly, uh, the sports gods, the football gods, polytheistic? Polythe- there, yeah. it's it's a debate that we had also about whether or not it's the it's the football gods or the football god. I think it's obviously everybody says football gods, but then you have to think about it. Are they is football governed by a polytheistic group of like Mount Olympians? You know, I like to think so. I think they uh, they can't all be in one place at one time. I mean, there's only so many TVs one god can have up. You know, That's true. It's just like six games you can cover. You need guys watching other screens. So I think it's a team. Also, God's got to be like, he, he has to be listening in on the most important part, which is the pregame hype-up speech with the, where the team talks about how we need, you know, God's going to propel us. We need to believe in each other. God's watching those speeches for the little nuances to see who's actually doing it better and who's going to win. And we saw last night in the Monday night game, and we, we had Russell Wilson, a man of God, against Jimmy Garoppolo, a man who dates porn stars. Heathen. And, Heathen. Classic heathen. And we saw God punished the 49ers fans, made them sit through an almost full extra 10 minutes just to get kicked in the dick. Good stuff. God works in mysterious and shitty ways. What I hated this week, I'm watching Monday Night Football last night. It's Veterans Day. I mean, there's this salute to service. We got troops at the game. You have the announcers kind of giving it up. And all seems like it's going very respectfully and very well. And then there's this halftime special that's just complete glorification of war and crime. And, well, I'm talking about Star Wars, the Mandalorian. (laughs) I mean, space crime is fine. I mean, we're all headed towards space wars. Trump is building the space force. What is it called? The space Space force. Force. Thank God. We We need to be able to beat the Death Star. We need to be equipped. Yeah, uh, this is more of a complaint about the Disney vacation of the NFL and every Star Wars tie-in for every game. I mean, we saw the Up, uh, Russell Wilson, 3D image. Uh, I mean, we're going to get Patrick Mahomes, Frozen 2, him just like running around with a bum knee. We're going to have a Toy Story 4, Carson Wentz. Pretty. F- I-, I don't know who this is for. There's too many people in football that have never seen Star Wars. That's though. what I'm saying. There I don't is, like that. There's no crossover. That. 
there's two there's a line in the sand and you're on Star Wars or you're on football and I think that's I don't know why they're barking up this tree. It seems like the wrong place to get people out to the Star Wars movie. I think a pretty clear tie-in would have to be Bill Belichick coming out dressed up as a Sith Lord. <laughs> he already does, basically. I know. Just got- get, Instead of the standard gray and blue Pat's hoodie, put him in a black hoodie, Yeah, and he'll look exactly like uh, uh, the Emperor. I mean, it, it would have been sweet if he went to Randy Moss's Halloween party oh. dressed as that instead of a dumbass pirate. He's just a pirate. Like, what so kind of lame what the fuck, fuck is dude. up with you, dude? Yeah, Are dude. you happy or sad? Yeah, lean into this more. Daniel Jones as Dumbo. Can we get a Dumbo? <laughs> Danny Jones come to the stadium, just walking in, looking like a big idiot. Jamal, what did you hate about watching football this week? Uh, you know what I hated? I hated. I hated. Dag Bre- Prescott's Dag Prescott. Dag Prescott's I hated Dak Prescott's throwing motion. Mm. I hated watching him practice his hip turns. I hated everybody posting a, a, a music clip to it, which was all off beat. Yeah. yeah. Not a single one of them was on beat, syncopated at all. You don't even have to try hard anymore to make a meme like that. What do you think Dak's listening to in his headphones while doing the dance pregame? Fucking a Pod Save America, dude. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It was a podcast. To, yeah, he's not listening to music, bro, at all. He's listening to fucking Tony Robbins. <laughs> and they still lost. Yeah. And NBC had the nerve to show this man work. He completes two passes in the second quarter, and they're like, all right, time to show everybody our man Roomba. Let's look at this Roomba. And then when he does it in the game, it looks even stupider fucking dumbass jump pass he looked like you know what he looked like he looked like mega man remember when mega <laughs> man would jump and his feet would kind of yeah oh yeah be out in front of him so it's like look at my booties <laughs> there is a mega man quality to deck yeah little bit. yeah i mean he i like mega man more like but. mega man from like mega man 5 and i don't give a fuck about it and they still lost no was, media when you lose. That's what I want. Even when they lost, they were interviewing Dalvin Cook after the game. Michelle Tafoya had him, and she was like, how did it feel to share a field with uh, Ezekiel Elliott? Must have been special for you. You're like, <laughs> what uh, the hell kind of question yeah, is that? I beat his ass. Yeah. That's I'm the leading felt. rusher in the NFL. Ask that motherfucker about me. I know. Are you kidding me? No. It's... It was, there was another Cowboys slanted question, too, and it was just insanity. They just didn't expect the Vikings to win and didn't update their questioning is crazy does that make Kirk Cousins dust man (laughs) (laughs) definitely because he's not cut man or leaf man okay so we're about halfway a little over halfway through this season we know more or less what teams are good and what are bad there's some middling teams we're going to figure out but we wanted to make some season end of season long predictions by the time week 17 concludes and we're getting into the playoffs uh, we want to put on the record some stuff that we think is going to happen uh, over the course of the next eight weeks or, s- or so. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Do I? Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Get into it. Season prediction: A video will emerge of Jay Gruden working on a new life in Key West. He's going to have the crazy getup. He's going to oh, look yeah. like McConaughey in the Beach Bum. Oh yeah. And he's just just trying <laughs> to just. Run as far away from his bad past as possible, and he's just a new man. He's got the metal detector. (laughs) 
Is he drawing plays in the sand from time to time that he can't help himself? He's just yeah, yeah but he's, he's just positioning shells. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a lost soul. Yeah. And somebody's like, "Are you Jay Gruden?" He just sprints away. He would have to have a new name. He would have to come. Maybe Dag Prescott. Dag, whatever, whatever it was from Br- earlier. Bres- Prescott. Prescott. That's right. Oh uh, yeah. Um, that's pretty good. You got a prediction? I do. I mean, mine's a little more specific. I, I got a here. couple of them, too, know. so we're just going to round robin this shit. All right. Well, here we go. So I believe for certain, this is no prediction. This is going to happen. By the end of the season, the black cat that showed up at the Cowboys-Giants game will show up again. Ooh, that mm-hmm. cat will return. And here's my extremely specific prediction of when this will happen. Tom Brady will extend his contract with Satan so that he can get the Pats to the Super Bowl for one final season. And everything in that game will be going great, right? He's just doing his thing. It's, you know, it's back and forth, sure, but we know Tom Brady's in control, and when that fourth quarter comes, things are going to get dicey until there's a critical third down in the fourth quarter, time winding down. He's targeting Edelman, as he always does to win the game, and instead he will be distracted by the cat running through the end zone. He'll hesitate and get sacked so hard, his spine collapses and he dies right there on the field. And with his evil soul finally exercised from the earth, the black cat will transform back into a human, revealing himself to be Antonio Brown. (laughs) (laughs) And that will be his revenge. This is a Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, it is. Will he post about it? Will A.B.? Then go to Twitter and be like, "Hi, dude! All the likes. Oh, He'll man. break the. It was good me thing. the whole time. Good thing Instagram can't show those likes anymore because people would get jealous <laughs> at the million. The the planet will come together to like that. Yeah. Tom Brady's very public and imminent death. I want to know more about Tom Brady's contract <laughs> with the devil and why it's just one more year. Is the devil just want to see a new team win? What's you know, going on? What, what I was imagining here, and and I it's think a ten year deal. Yeah, he's extending it every yeah. couple of I mean, it is with Bill Belichick. <laughs> so he's just continuing to extend this contract. But the thing is, when you have a black cat situation, your mind immediately goes to Hocus Pocus. Of course. Right? Banks. So uh, if Antonio Brown is, is Banks in this scenario, then you have to so, – some agent of Satan has to be defeated in order for him to turn back into a human. And so it, it obviously all made sense that this has oh. to take place at the Super Bowl with Tom Brady because he's the only NFL player currently affiliated with the Dark Lord. Jamal, you got any predictions? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got one. I think the Panthers are going to make the playoffs. And while this is happening, Cam Newton will not be with the team. He's going to be in France at the time of the Panthers' Divisional playoff game, Cam Newton will be spotted in France riding bicycles with a woman in a horizontal striped turtleneck with a scarf, and they're going to have bikes with little baskets on the front, and then they're going to take a break to, like, you know, look at, like, a, a knickknack stand, and then they'll have a picnic with, like, a nice baguette and some cheese, like a camembert, and then cut to a black-and-white scene of them in a room with very like flowy blinds and she's going to be smoking a cigarette and then she's going to turn and smack him in the face and we won't know why and then the movie ends. <laughs> it's a movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
some art house. So during yeah. yeah. So while the Panthers playoff game is going to go, there's going to some countdowns going to start on CamNewton.com. Yeah. It's like secret project coming <laughs> yeah, in 25 minutes, and it's just this yeah. indie black and white French film that Cam Newton's starring in. Absolutely. It's like a Call Me by Your Name, Midnight in Paris. Book it. Wow. That's beautiful. That should happen. That would be nice. I'd watch that movie. I'd watch Cam Cam Newton fuck a peach. <laughs> Pour a nice cognac, settle in. Yeah. You and the wife. Yeah. Watch lean, Cam Newton. Just... Lean into this as much as humanly possible, bro. <laughs> uh, okay, I got one. Um, I think this season we're going to see some nudity on the field. Mm. I really think we're going to get at some point. I mean, these players are hurtling like we've talked about. The, the, the stretches that they're doing now are are new, and I think there's going to be a hand extended, a pant come down, and we're going to see some full-on testicles, dick, and asshole on an NFL broadcast. That'll bring the women in. I feel like that's their big problem It's getting a larger woman audience. I actually remember when Chris Jones was getting drafted, when it was his, when it was his time at the Combine, ran the 40-yard dash, and his dick came out. Do you oh, guys remember yeah. this? Yeah, his yeah. whole dick out at the combine. And you know He's running hard. The combine is he is he was running at least <laughs> quarter chub. Yeah, he's yeah, running quarter chub. Yeah. I mean if it, if if it's an exciting day. If he didn't at least like jostle it a little before making this run, then he is a very well endowed man because if that's just how it sits, Ooh. my God. Let me be honest. If I mean, in the combine didn't used to be televised. No, right? I don't think so. But if I'm on, if I'm a player, and I know I'm on like the first televised combine, I might, I might think about some enhancements. Accentuate, <laughs> like I'm some a, Dirk Diggler shit. Yeah, like just I might Diggler. I'm a fucking star. Yeah, yeah. I might pump it. I might Swedish penis enlarge. Right. Well, come on. Is that the, for yeah. the people at home or for your draft positioning? This is for both. Because having a big dick can't hurt your draft positioning. Big dick neck. And you will get some fans. But you can't get too hard because for the forty, at least, aerodynamics are important. So if you're too hard, it might catch yeah. the wind, and you might lose a couple yeah, of precious nanoseconds. Yeah, which could hurt the draft position. Yeah, Just a couple pumps. Because I feel like that's good for the start too. Because you got to come out the blocks. You don't want to come out the blocks too early. Get the chub, yeah. Get yourself weighted. Lower the center of gravity. This we, is just me. We were doing uh, maxes in high school when I was a senior, and uh, my friend Ace was uh, doing deadlift, <laughs> and he had like five hundred plus pounds on there. And sometimes the whole team's gathered around in the in the weight room, and he, you know you're struggling to get this weight up. It's so much weight for a fucking high school kid, and as he's coming up. I swear to God, it's like the most tense part of, of the moment. And it's it just an erection just completely comes from out of nowhere. Because maybe it's just the blood flow or something. Uh, it was incredible. We all lost our minds. <laughs> he finished the lift, and it was just triumphant. I thought when you ways. said he finished, it was <laughs> for a second there. Um, well, I mean, in high school, you just can't – you cannot prevent your boners. True. They're happening all the time. True. There's nothing that can stop – a, a raging child's erection. It's like, I mean, it's like diamond hard and you don't, I at least didn't learn how to masturbate until I was 13 years old. That's late in the game. It's pretty late. And I know a lot of other people were telling me that. 
And it just made me think like, man, those days, I, I can kind of remember them now, but those days must have been torture. Like having all of the, all of the, the, the hardness, but none of the release because you just have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. And, and I thank God that those times are over. I masturbate three or four times a day. No, we're doing great. Uh, prediction? Let me go with this. I believe that the Giants are going to shut down Saquon Barkley this year. They're going to shut him down. And then they're going to shut down the entire rest of the team. They're going to be done for the entire season. They're going to put everybody on IR. And they're going to bring in all of the Giants fans who call into talk radio and say they could do it better. Field that team for week 17. <laughs> week 17's <laughs> Eagles, baby. Eagles. I would love this. And then the Eagles just proceed to murder a bunch of 45-year-old guys from Schenectady. Ooh. <laughs> the super fans. So that's that's a lot of murder going bring on. Bring it, Wentz. You fucking suck, dude. Yeah. Let's hear about it. Let's, let's, let's see you do it. Let's see you block for your quarterback who's not Daniel Jones. He's, I don't know, Jim Valvano. No, that's a guy's name. I tried to come up with the Jimmy Velveeta. I'll say is a guy. Jimmy Velveeta. There's the quarterback. He's he, he drops back to pass. His his four foot nine, two hundred and thirty pound O lineman can't hold the back. can't hold back the Eagles' pass rush. The the bagel boss is the running back the slash coach. Fucking bagel boss is the only one with swag on this team. And you think that's okay? Oh, <laughs> He's juking guys. Oh, he somehow gets a catch off of fucking Avante Maddox. Oh my god! He, I mean, the secondary is not great. <laughs> Jamal, you got a prediction? Yeah, I do. Um, I think, I think we're gonna see a little more uh, infighting. Yeah. I think I think some organizations are gonna start to crumble from the inside, uh, particularly the Broncos. I think a video is gonna come out of John Elway talking shit about Joe Flacco. Just like, yo, just yes. like him yeah. at like a nice buffet, you know, with like is a he, selfie video. Like, Oh, he, it's a selfie video. So he's owning this. Shit. It's not like yeah. a jinx situation. Yeah. No, I think he's going to, I think he's going to be like, yo, what's up y'all. Sorry about that Flacco shit. He's a bum, but we'll be back next year. It's all good. And then Joe's going to respond like, Oh, I'm a fucking bum. At least I don't got fucking horse, horse teeth. You stupid bitch. And wow. then, then Elway's going to respond with a rap video. <laughs> then he's going to have a rap video. He's going to appear from the uh, back of the couch with a hand puppet that's Joe Flacco. And he's going to be fucking uh, talking shit about how Kaepernick's better than him and uh, not mentioning that he could have signed him. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> And then Flacco comes back with a produced diss track record beat made by Just Blaze. Oh no! And I think this is gonna tumble into spring, all the way into the 2020 draft. John Elway, Joe Flacco, mega beef. Make Damn. it happen, guys! And it's all gonna and it's all gonna be on Instagram Live. Get on the get follow them both on IG right now. Their IG Live videos are about to turn up. Market. I like that. You know, don't bring in the rookie, Drew Locke, until you know. Joe Flacco can throw down some bars. Once he's able to do that, you bring the rookie out from IR. You gave me a little look there. Is bring is bringing some bars? Is that a term that can be used? Am I 
Oh, I did think. Did I sound old? Just no, that. that was no, great. No, no. great. Yeah. Bring down those bars, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> yeah, get the lemon bars from yeah. the attic. We got a bunch of lemon bars sitting Cook up there. Cook up some bars, baby. Get them down. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Let's move on. Let's uh, let's hit these uh, these week. What are we? Week ten or week eleven? This is week eleven. Sorry, I believe this is week eleven that we're going into right now. Um, start with the Thursday night game, AFC North clash, five and four Steelers at the three and five Cleveland Browns. Um, guys, the Steelers are five and four. We were making fun of them in the beginning of this season. They traded for Fitzpatrick, got rid of a first-round pick, and now their defense is lights out. They just held the Rams to three points on offense. The Rams got a lucky uh, fumble touchdown or something. Um, Yeah, the Steelers think they can make the playoffs. And they probably can. You know, the AFC is so soft. The Steelers refuse to tank. It's... uh, it's it's ridiculous that they want to continue competing. That Why? make a trade was weird, because you got you got Ben Roethlisberger on the sideline. You know you're not going to do it with Mason Rudolph. He's just he's g- more racist than Ben Roethlisberger. That might make you, for a good quarterback. You don't want him on the Super Bowl float. All right, he's going to say some shit. <laughs> At least Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger will keep it quiet, like in the bathroom, away from the cameras. Mason's going to see that as his moment to finally say what he needs to say about immigration. <laughs> How does coach Omar Epps, a.k.a. Mike Tomlin, mm. deal with these two fucking clown quarterbacks that he has? I mean, he has these two clearly bad seed idiots. Oh, he doesn't who talk. Are, he's they, not talking to them fools. I mean, you got to talk to him at some point. They don't even have meetings for the quarterbacks over there. <laughs> But does he have a little of a Ben Carson thing going on, maybe, also? Oh. Whoa. Okay. Sleepy that Mike? Might have to cut that. Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Mike Tomlin, not a brain surgeon, because his team did start 0-4. It is bullshit that One they're and good. Four. One they're and four, somehow good still. It's not fair to us, the viewing public. We shouldn't have to deal with the Steelers again. I was promised the Browns. That would have been fun. This is what I was promised. You were promised the Browns. When am I going to get my – what do I get? You're going to get a Thursday night football game at Cleveland. Kareem Hunt back in the mix. He was on the field for 60% of the snaps. Him and Chubb, that's a pretty uh, decent backfield. I mean, they're putting the, both those guys on the field at the same time. Their offense continues to evolve, according to Freddie Kitchens. Just give me time. I mean, there's it's no insane. way He's there's the worst no- coach in football, right, other than Adam Gase? They're on the field at the same time because neither of them knows what the play is. <laughs> and so they just both remain on the field thinking they're the running back in that play, and then they just go with it. There's no, there's no actual strategy going on out of the kitchen's kitchen. How do you feel about the pride of the Steelers fan? I got a, a couple Steelers uh, buddies who swear by this team. They think they're being disrespected every week in the power rankings. And, you know, every now that they're on this winning streak, they, they're giving it back to me. Just like, see, we told you this team's got some tenacity, some backbone. Does any of that shit mean anything to you? If you have Mason uh, Rudolph as your quarterback, do you just not take him seriously? What's the deal there? Yeah, absolutely not. What the fuck? Okay. Playing, hmm, how do you defend the Steelers? What's the right way? I mean, they James don't Connors score many offensive yeah, points. They don't score. James Conner's not that good. True. 
But he had cancer. But he had cancer. So you can't really insult him. No. Does that mean because he has cancer, does that mean you can't put like eight in the box? Yeah, you kind of got to soften up a little bit. Yeah. Is that is that true? Yeah. Do you think he's like <laughs> the guy's fully? He's full of radiation still. <laughs> you don't want to hurt him. <laughs> Do you think it comes up in the Browns meetings? They're like, hey, all right, look, we got the Steelers. They're they're not really throwing great. We'll, we'll double Juju and uh, we got number thirty in the backfield. Yeah, old we'll Mister, uh, you yeah. know, just yeah, let's double Juju. Go eight in the box, and then somebody's like, hey. Cancer, remember? Did you forget? Mm, yeah. All right, single hide. All right, fine. <laughs> fine, we'll play bass the entire game. Yeah, hi, James. Nice to meet you. Really love what you're doing for this team. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, okay, Sunday, 10 a.m. games. Um, we got Falcons at Panthers. Guys, the Falcons' leading receiver on Sunday, Russell Gage. Their leading rusher, Brian Hill. Who the fuck are these people, and how did they beat the Saints? What the hell was that? A couple college graduates. I mean, they have Devontae <laughs> Freeman, Julio Jones, uh, Calvin Ridley, Austin Hooper. Those guys didn't even get involved in this whooping of the Saints. It's crazy to me. And what's Matt Ryan doing there in that game with all of those players having to come in because the, the better players were either hurt or got hurt in the middle of the game? Take Matt Ryan out. Put Matt Schaub back in. Have Just make it a wacky time for your team. Instead, they go out and try to win a game when they could have better, you know, positioning in the draft, better uh, waiver options. I mean, there's things you can get from kind of not playing your best against the team that's definitely going to win the division. Your season's over. I, I mean, I know that we're not supposed to advocate for tanking, but midway through the season, when you know you're done, like the Kansas City Chiefs are, you start the tanking process. <laughs> and that's also an extension to the Steelers. Why are you 5-4? and four? Stop being 5-4. and four. What are you going to do, Falcons, with two wins? Well, what are you going to do? Here's the thing, though. What I will say, be, having been a fan of a bad team for as long as I have, winning a division game will make your life better true even if your team is terrible as soon as you know they suck you're like god just, just find a way Dallas. to beat the fucking cowboys please yeah. just once and that's so called hate fucking, week so i can show up to the grocery store falcon saints that's hate week there's a whole thing leading up to the game you know now the atlanta fans get to talk shit on yeah. the these louisiana people, people these the falcons this is a group of people who need to go to strip clubs in their city still <laughs> <laughs> they still need to show up there and have some sort of uh, 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 confidence. Oh, so you're saying when Matt Schaub shows up at the strip club, he better have at least one divisional win under his belt. Yeah, you need one. But if you want bottle service, you need one. I, I just It feels like you're getting sort of a temporary jolt of happiness that may prevent you from getting future sustained happiness. And that's that seems to be... I see what you're saying. That's a critical yeah, distinction between us in this room, I feel like, is that some of you guys might be thinking about these things as short-term benefits oh, and we're not, not looking at the long game. It's the players. 
I mean, there's the, always the clash between player and management. The player gets out there, right? He knows the management put them in bad positions. It's like the major league thing. And then the guy across the room, like, calls him a motherfucker or something or hits him a little hard. And then the guy's like, oh, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to beat you on this route. And then all of a sudden you score a touchdown and you're up seven. And, and you're like, what's happening here? We're supposed to lose. And that's great. But, you know, you can't. You can't even allow your players to have that much hope <laughs> bad during a season. You got to do it like the Bengals model right now. They're being so smart about it. They are not making any trades. They're not trading away their best assets because they 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 don't want great draft picks for all-time players. They want to hold on to those players until they burn out and die. And it sends a message to the other players. We're not just talking about tanking. We're not like the Dolphins <laughs> making it seem like we're you know, doing this big tank job so we can get a better quarterback and complete the team sometime. No, a real tank is making the players hate the organization <laughs> they play for on a deep human level to the point where even trying to play for a modicum of pride, individual pride on the field is annoying enough to you that you just fold but next year you get some 21 year old quarterback from you know alabama or whatever and then you're like hey guys remember last year aren't you glad that you hated us all we're the same people time to get on board with the message well i mean you know a tank is a multi-year thing right so i feel like you're gonna clear out a lot of those guys are doing a solid five to ten year long tank that's so long so that in 2035 (laughs) they can get back to the playoffs with andy dalton yeah (laughs) Uh, okay, on the Panther side of thing, they came up like a half yard short on the goal line in Green Bay. Um, you know, I think you have to give it to Christian McCaffrey on that play. I don't blame him for the play call. It seemed like he might have gotten across, but that was a weird loss. I don't think I don't. What we'll, they do? We'll what they the go? They, they go fullback. I didn't. I they. Didn't see that. You know, it's like fourth and two from fourth and goal from the two. There's th- there's five seconds left in the game, and you know it's. In most situations there, you're going to throw, but they just handed it to Christian McCaffrey up the middle, and you just didn't get it. He does nothing but score touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I mean it totally makes sense. you got to put the put on your best guy's shoulder. Yeah, and, and, and what's funny is those shoulders are, are hilariously large. Do you think that it's – is the secret to being such a good running back like a, that nobody even realized? Everybody was building up their legs. But it's wide shoulders. But it could be just the big-ass arms, two giant arms – that could can push people aside that are bigger than your whole body. If you were that, if you oh. were some, if you were like four foot two, if you were Bagel Boss, and you had <laughs> fucking Vince Wilfork's arms or something, it's like would you Morty, be able to dominate? Like those aliens in Rick and Morty that had the extra exact, buff arms. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The armathy. Honestly, the it's, one arm. it's funny. I think Christian McCaffrey uh, reminds me a lot of Emmett Smith. They have the, there's little guys. They don't have the biggest legs. They do have these big arms and big shoulders. They're not the fastest, but they just know how to – they make the right play every time. Why don't more teams, when you have this short yardage situation and everybody knows you're going to run, why aren't they running stretch plays? Why are we – why not a good old toss? One-on-one. It works every time in Madden. Yeah, exactly. You send your guy in the middle where they have their best middle linebacker, they've got their best defensive players are all in the center of the field, and you're sending them in there to that. You throw a fucking toss, it's one-on-one. At least you have your best guy going one-on-one. Good point, because it was not one-on-one in this final play in the Panthers game. Exactly. They lost. I think they're 5-4 and four now. Um, 
if they're going to make the playoffs, which we want them to, to release this Cam Newton video, absolutely, uh, they're going to have to go on a little which streak. Which we produced. We actually <laughs> did. We actually went to Cam and then filmed it. All right. Next up, we got Cowboys at Lions. Lions are playing whoever that Stafford backup was. Um, look, no pressure on the Cowboys from here on out. They're five and four. The coach, quarterback, and receiver Amari Cooper are all in contract years. So. It's not just, oh, are they going to make the playoffs this year? Like, these guys all are playing for contracts. And, oh, man, it's going to be so sweet if they manage to fuck this up. If they lose this game. If Dak doesn't get the contract he wants, if they wind up firing, uh, what's his face, the stupid uh, Jason Garrett, and if Amari – Amari's such an interesting character. Do you hear what they were saying about him on Sunday night? He doesn't talk to anybody. He just sits there and plays chess by himself in the locker room. <laughs> There's – What? Do him, there's no way him and Ezekiel Elliott get along. Do you remember that guy that that storyline in Draft Day about <laughs> that Kevin Costner movie about how the quarterback they were looking at for the number one overall pick that it, that his teammates didn't show up at his birthday <laughs> and that's why they couldn't draft him number one overall. Yeah. Is that shit real? Is it real that if somebody's just an amazing player but kind of a dick that they can't succeed in the NFL? Um, they can certainly succeed. I mean, we know dicks there are win. dicks who are winning in this yeah. league. Um, I do think it's something that they all take a look at. And, you know, when you draft somebody and then they don't – I don't know. It's just like any other workplace. If there's just a fucking odd duck in the room that makes everybody uncomfortable, sometimes you got to make a move. I mean, I invited both of y'all to my birthday party, and we do this podcast together. Neither of you guys were there. I yeah, but we – but, I didn't get a – But we're out there on the field together. You RSVP'd. I had the paperless post. I saw both of you on my paperless post. You said you were coming, plus one. I thought this was your birthday party. We're on iTunes together, bro. I mean, technically, it is. like It's like my birthday month. Yeah. You know, I take the whole month. But y'all no. wasn't at the... You guys didn't come to Shakey's Pizza. I thought that was next week. Dude. Check this is your hotmail. This is why you didn't get drafted, man. Check your hotmail. <laughs> Did Matt Patricia show up? No. Matt Patricia. The, the, look at the, the last month the Lions have played against Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, and Derek Carr, and Mitchell Trubisky. And those guys all had season-high stats in all those games. I thought Patricia was like the defensive mastermind. That they, That's why they brought him to Detroit. He's making these below-average quarterbacks Look like fucking Hall of Famers. Just wear sloppy hoodies like Belichick used to, and that's the whole thing. <laughs> fool them, fool them with the hoodies. Apparently, that pencil is just being used to write down Chipotle orders. <laughs> <laughs> Sending interns out. I like extra guac, black beans, brown rice. Looks like Stafford's gonna miss another game, maybe the rest of the season. I mean, that guy is really tough. We've all remember that that one clip of him like separating his shoulder and he went back in and converted the two point conversion. He came uh, in. He hasn't missed a game his whole career. This was the first one. He did miss some time. I remember with the exact same injury that Patrick Mahomes had the did dislocated he? kneecap and he missed four games, which at the time some was some Iron Man thing. And he's, I mean, he definitely started a new streak that has been going up until this moment, but the dude, you know, despite being tough, he's still what? 31, 32 something years old. Yeah. Back injury? What was it? Back and neck? Back, yeah. When you hear back and and or neck, you just it's done. Especially with a quarterback, like they're they're it's just the kind of shit that we all deal with as thirty year olds 
And whenever my back hurts, I can I can play like my fucking leg hurts. I, I don't care about my extremities. But when the back yeah. or the neck hurts, I'm like a baby. I need to be in bed all day. I I need my wife to go out <laughs> and get food for me and spoon feed me and uh, you know, take off my diapers. And he has to text <laughs> Matt Patricia and be like, Hey, my back hurts, dude. It's a ba- it's it's the core of your body. The back Sets everything up. It's where the stick figure starts. Yeah. You're playing Hagman? You're writing that. You're putting that back down first. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's injured, you can't, I mean, you can't just throw sticks around and no. on a head. You know, you can't just have arms and legs and no, no long line. Jeff Driscoll, kind of a stick man back there with a helmet on. I mean, I Is that I, his name I, Jeff Driscoll? Jeff Driscoll, Florida yeah. Gator. Name. You. Yeah, there are certain names that you hear on a quarterback, and you're like, that guy can't win. Yeah. He he came in for Andy Dalton, though, last year and uh, sucked. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, he has a history of coming in and sucking. Okay, next game, Jags at Colts. Uh, Big Dick Nick back in this game. He's playing against Frank Reich, the head coach who was the offensive coordinator at the time during this little bit of an Eagles reunion going on there. So I have a little soft spot for this game. Um, I don't know. Let's start with the Colts. I don't know what they do without inventory. Every game for them comes down to a missed PAT or a late field goal. And it's at some point you got it's awkward, but you got to cut ties with this guy, right? We saw a fucking undrafted rookie come in last night and make four out of five field goals for the Niners. I know he missed a big <laughs> one. one. Missed a big one, but he uh, was looking good though. He looked good. It seems like Adam Vinatieri we talk about every week, and this is the culmination. <laughs> yeah, it. it's, it's cold blooded, like, but you gotta go. just say, "Dude, you're fired." I'm sorry. Yeah, just you could be come back and be a coach or something. The dude is too old to sell insurance. <laughs> he shouldn't be doing anything. Sit at the house with your one or two families, man. I think he just really hates his kids. That's what's going on. That here. is what's going. You on. gotta hate yeah. your family if you're still out here fucking chunking fucking kicks like that man i think that's a big thing in the nfl i think a lot of it is just hatred of your own family i think philip rivers For hates sure. his family just i think he doesn't want to go hating them but he does hate them yeah, i mean he doesn't mind like keeping the franchise going those are all potential future quarterbacks <laughs> and that's what he's playing the numbers on but when it comes to actually spending time with them yeah. you know he, he'd rather be on the field you know like women go through like postpartum depression Men go through, like, postpartum, like, careers. It's like <laughs> a woman goes through it for, like, a year. Yeah. A man, it's like, no, the kid's whole life. I'm just never going to be there. I'm not going to speak to really him. focused at work right now. I'm My not career gonna matters. not going to look at him. <laughs> it's fucking insane. <laughs> Real quick, scale of 1 to 10, dad quality. What's what's your dad at? Scale of 1 to 10. Loki, my dad's pretty sick. I mean, uh... I, I would put my dad quality at about a, I want to give him like a high six, low seven. Whoa. That's pretty good. Is it just because of the band stuff? Is that where the knock comes in? No, the knock comes from, uh, you know, like telling me I was a piece of shit oh, and like yeah. not going to amount to anything. But he got he got a lot of points back yeah. after the fact. The mail-in rebates have been coming in like crazy. <laughs> so your dad's kind of like an like not an upper tier, but like just below that, like a, like a Dak, like a Kirk Cousins sort of dad. Yeah, he's somewhere around there, you know. Won't actually talk about anything serious, but is available. Not bad. Yeah. 
Solid dad. What's your dad? I'm go. Uh, my dad's up there. I'm going nine. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, I'm giving your dad's him. Elite. He's el- he's in the elite class for a couple reasons. Young, probably the youngest dad uh, in the group here. Probably a mistake when he was young to to have kids uh, at such an early age. But what's your now, dad, like thirty two. How old is your dad? like thirty six years old, something like that. <laughs> uh, fun dad too. Dude will go to any sporting event. Yeah. Tailgate with you the entire time. Your dad's talk gotten, shit to anybody. Your dad's gotten kicked out of multiple Chargers games. Yeah, the dude's trying to get beat up every sporting event we go to. All right, turn um, up. Yeah, and the the stuff that was early when you know they were figuring it out. Like I don't know, I was a kid. I don't remember any of that shit. <laughs> I was playing video games. I don't know. You're gonna knock a guy too hard for that. I mean, he was a cop. You know, that's kind of maybe where some of the stuff falls off. Right. Guy's pretty serious. Comes home with pepper spray on himself sometimes, and you know, it's a little off-putting, but otherwise, pretty good. Danny. Yeah, I gotta say, I, I brought this up. I'll, I'll say maybe a uh, maybe a four. Jeff, Jeff Driscoll or better? I was gonna say I was gonna say my dad is Andrew Luck because he retired early. He disappeared, and you know he's gonna come oh, back man. into the booth or something later on. But uh, yeah, I mean you know he's he's backup level. He's Chase Daniel. You know he'll he'll get the job done in a pinch, but you don't want him starting for full seasons. Okay, <laughs> Bills at Dolphins, AFC East. Clash the Dolphins, the red hot Dolphins, two wins in a row coming off the Bills. The Bills are looking to get back in the W column. Um, the Bills run defense, I mean, that's really what's shit in the bed there. They were one of the best run defenses in the league up until like three weeks ago. They've given up 218. The Skins went off for 140, and the Browns got 147 last week. Um, they got to fix that shit. I, I think Miami is like the perfect. Uh, just place to get right you know it's a get crazy. right spot remember when we were like the dolphins might be the worst team of all time i know not they're even close not even, anymore they're not even in the bottom five no picks i think it's because of brian flores i think that coach i really do you i were mean that behind, guy you were behind him early i love that dude i've been rooting for him i think he was giving he was given a plate of of poop and then he somehow like made it look like a steak. But that's not what happened. What happened was he was given a plate of poop, and then he got a scoop of delicious Ryan Fitzpatrick flavored ice cream on top. He can make any plate a little bit better. He can make it somewhat palatable. He's done it throughout the years. Yes. He has been the he's been the chocolate chip ice cream on top of the mound of dog shit. But it's and not just that. They went into Indy and just I know they were playing against uh, what's his face, some third string backup quarterback, Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Uh, some asshole. Yeah, some asshole. Uh, the the defense of the Dolphins, you know, doesn't look like the worst thing that's ever been trotted out. The offense is still whatever. And Fitzpatrick, I know, fills in some of those black gaps. Anyhow, we don't got to talk too long about this game. I think the Bills will get back here. The I Bills, don't know. You I don't know? know. The Bills, are, the Bills' defense has been playing a little more soft than they yeah. had in the beginning of the year. And I think once you start to get this this flavor in your mouth of, of like, hey, maybe we're not as good as our record. Like, I know that they could say the media drove it and, you know, that's what really got in their heads and, and whatever. But once it's there, once you get the idea that you might not be that good, I think it kind of permeates down. You start to really feel it. I think they know they're not that good. They might make the playoffs, but – Losing to the Browns was it, and at home, or was it in Cleveland? It was in Cleveland. All right, so we'll give them a little pass on that. But th- this feels to me like more of a game. You know what they should. need? A pump up speech from OJ Simpson. <laughs> I mean, that's their franchise leader in every all purpose stat. 
He's a Bills legend. The guy puts out Twitter videos every week. Dude, say something to the Bills. They're looking forward to it. Did we ever talk about O.J. Simpson's Halloween costume? <laughs> <laughs> Dressing up like Patrick Mahomes? I mean, that was conflicting for me. It's Just tough. What do you do with that? What Shut does Patrick up. Mahomes do when he wakes up and sees his Twitter? He, Does he, he even respond, remember? He responded like a diplomat. He didn't mention him at all. He just said, hey, loving the Mahomes costumes. Yes, he did. And, and it was not far enough after to not be associated with that. What a great way to maintain a private relationship with Arenthal <laughs> James Simpson. So good. That could be the one knock on Mahomes. He's just... He's he's perfect with the media. He's, he's great in the community. He throws a fucking dime and a bomb, and he's amazing in the pocket and out of the pocket. But he loves murderers. You, I mean, maybe that's it. That's it. Everybody's it, got a flaw. It's just tough for your soul to to see something like that and to think to yourself like, all right, well, look, he is a murderer, but he's right about this. All right, we got Texans at Ravens next game. This is a great. This is a great matchup between game, quarterbacks. Game of the week. You got to say game of the week here. Um, Texans coming off the bye. Ravens coming off just, I mean, not a big win, but uh, impressive outing by Lamar Jackson. I don't know if you guys caught this. Um, uh, on one formation, the Ravens had three guys in the backfield. They had Robert Griffin the third, Lamar Jackson, and Mark Ingram next to each other. Three Heisman winners in one backfield, and they ran a little option pitch play. I mean, the, you're at that point in the season where you're playing with that kind of swagger. The coaches are like, fuck it. We're putting all these dudes out there. I mean, they're just having fun. I, man, am I happy for Robert Griffin? I guess. I guess. Have fun, pal. Enjoy your impending ring. I think they can win it, guys. I, they could. How could the Ravens not? Do you think RG3 will be happy? Knowing no. that the ring that he rightfully earned was stolen from him by Mike Shanahan. Mm, fair point. Because uh, he could have won that year. Nah, he'll be happy, man. All all Robert wants is a spot on a roster and two white girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> That's his option plan. Why not? Yeah, his he's, option plan. he's got RG one white girl going yeah. in the flats and no, one no. white girl going deep. <laughs> it's RG3. This is true. Oh, he's the third. He's party. the third, but and it's two white two girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, he is the third element. That's the three. Yeah. Earth, wind, and fire. The three is, it stands for three-way. Yeah. Uh, Texan side. Uh, I'm excited to see if their de their defense can contain yeah, the main. Yeah, Lamar is uh, running loose all over the league. Nobody can stop this guy. Uh, Texans have had a bye week. They got to watch that game and kind of just be like, okay, we got to prepare. They're all eating Popeye's chicken sandwiches together. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we know Deshaun Watson as was. A, as a yeah. family. Yeah, I think it could be a shootout, but I don't think that the Texans' defense is anywhere close to the Ravens' defense, at least in the secondary, and that's where it's important because that's what both of these quarterbacks can do is get into the backfield and or get into the uh, secondary and pretty quickly. So I, I feel like – Fun shootout that the Ravens pull away from would be my guess. Okay. But, you know, all this Lamar hype and he's so great and stuff. Blah. He just, he's, he's, we've all seen this before, the running quarterback. We've all seen it. We've seen wacky stuff being done. We remember fucking Ronnie Brown and the Ooh, Dolphins. Yeah. We remember all this crap. I love Ronnie It never Brown. lasts. 
So you're saying this Ravens offense is a sham? It could, they could win the Super Bowl, like Jamel said, this season. But then next but year it'll just look crazy? Think in the long term. Yeah, one Super Bowl is not enough. Think about 10 years from now. That's fine. I'm saying Lamar has a way about him. He does seem to be able – he has like that Russell Wilson quality where he doesn't take big hits. I mean, I feel like that's an innate sense when you're on the field. He hasn't gotten a big lick yet. Uh, maybe he will at some point if you're in the open field like that, but – he just seems to know how to avoid taking bad hits. How many Robert, Most running quarterbacks don't know how to do that, and he uh, has that. Robert Griffin yeah. did not know. <laughs> didn't know. Okay. He just left his knee right out there. Yeah, refused. <laughs> and just I mean, like a slut. the sickest thing is that it was originally at the hands of the Ravens. He was showing his ass, running around for no reason, and Elodie Nada is the original person who fucked his knee up. On a dumbass scramble where he should have slid. My point exactly. Some of these dudes just don't, because baseball's dumb. How do you learn how to slide if you think baseball's dumb? And you you're didn't right. watch baseball growing up? Yeah, baseball is dumb. Agreed. All right, next game Broncos at Vikings. Um, Vikings coming off that Sunday night win against the Cowboys. The Broncos are expected, expected to start Drew Locke. The Broncos uh, QB carousel continues. Who are Lock these backups? Drew Locke, they, I think they drafted this year, right? Um, I think Drew Locke is like a new player. They got to see what they have. Um, who the hell did they start the, the week before? Uh, that was Brandon Allen. Brandon Not Allen. Not to be confused with Kyle Allen or Josh Allen. And now we got Drew Locke coming off the IR, going to uh, inject some life into this Broncos team. Just another whiff by John Elway. I mean, we don't know that yet, but seemingly. Um, and Vikings, Kirk Cousins, the curse is over. The primetime spot, the dude won. Yeah. I mean, we're all making fun of this guy his whole life that he can't win in a big spot. He, he did. See that? Yeah. But see, you Cost were saying it was bucks. him. I was putting a lot of those on the Redskins. I never thought it was all his fault. Part of this, it was the Redskins' fault. His primetime losses, at least. You know what I'm saying? I still think he is a piece of shit that will inevitably be the Vikings' downfall. But you can have some fun. Go have some fun, buddy. Cannot wait for you to throw that pick when it matters most. He does give me the Alex Smith vibes of yeah. like, hey, he's great. He can be great sometimes until you're actually believing in the Super Bowl. Once you feel it, once you feel things are different. He will betray you, Yeah. much like the Judas. Two more early games. Jets at Washington football team. Um, this is a battle of, I think, one and seven and a two and seven team because yeah. the Skins are coming off their bye. And you want to lose. You want to lose. Haskins has been named the starter for the rest of the season. So he's had a full week of practice. Yeah, I've seen First a couple time. of unnecessary memes about this. You know, no, or like – the team, the the Redskins are like posting like a you know they, oh their they, accounts they're yeah. like that like official like uh, action pose of him officially named the starter. I'm like you're not this isn't a point of sale. This doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins mono free. You're like what <laughs> man? Uh, the Darn uh, the Jets won the the battle for New York uh, last week with a convincing win over the Danny Jones yeah Giants. Uh, the Timberland off. I, I can't great. believe Adam Gase won another game. I really thought that dude was just going to implode and never be heard from again. Uh, he's he's going to get fired this year, but 
This is such a bad game. One and done. I'm sorry, but I think your team might win this one. I really do. You think Adam Gaze is one and done? Do, is it the only reason I would see to fire him? They lost to the Dolphins. What if the Dolphins aren't that bad? They are. We'll find out. If Adam we'll Gase gave out. Darnold Mono, if they were kissing <laughs> and he's the reason, that's then I fi- that's a okay. fireable offense. Yeah. Uh, anything about the skins? Do you care at all? Do you want to see Haskins how's, play well? How is he playing? Have you noticed he's played anything? Not well not so well. far, but yeah. um, uh, I mean, last week he hasn't was, had the full week of practice. He has only been inserted and thrown into games. That last game that he was playing the most in, it was just AP. We're just going to keep giving him the ball. He, but he managed to not throw a pick, which I was impressed by. He just seemed like he was becoming a pick machine and could throw one at any given time, but. He didn't do that. Great. It we, will, get Geis, we get Geis back this week. I guess I'm excited Geis. to see if he's fine. <laughs> like physically? Because, yeah. I mean, every every day he seems to, like, trip over a rake or something and yeah. just, like, ends up on IR. Yeah. It, I mean, do you feel like you guys are going to need a fifth quarterback in the draft next year? Yep. I think we're just going to keep drafting quarterbacks oh, for the next so. decade. No, I think that they're with – they're kind of with Haskins for another year or two. Unless, unless Alex like there's shows a, up. Unless there's a Cam or something or an Alex. Um, Alex gets a bionic leg. If Alex leg. comes back, you're playing Alex. Maybe. Well, you've spent Maybe. a shitload of money for him. We got to. And he was actually fine. Yeah, he was fine. He was. He got you at 6-2. Like yeah, 6-2. and two. Okay, next game. Saints at Bucks. Um, let's see. Did you guys see that Sean Payton got engaged on the Saturday before that Falcons <laughs> game? And then he goes out and loses to a dog shit team. Is that marriage doomed, yes or no? No, I think he just chose love over football. <laughs> Which is important. Very important. But it's bad for your team. You know, it's just like in the comedy world. Once you fall in love, you don't have any material anymore. And that's what's happening. No, you get that album about raising kids. You get one more thing. You, it's you not good, but your fans ever, need it. Your but fans your get fans it. don't understand Wait. it. It's, it's not no, what no, they no. signed up for when it's they became after fans. The fa- that's after the fact. You come out with the first album. Then you get married. Then your second album sucks. Then the third one's about your kids. And it's all right. Yeah, oh. so in between marriage and children is a bad album and that's what Sean McVay is doing he ha- he was playing all the right hit notes he knew all the bits Sean Payton Sean Payton was killing it and crushing <laughs> the play calling he was writing great material getting creative and then this woman comes in succubuses all of the creativity out of him yeah as all women do oh. I hope I hope everybody knows that that's oh, Lord. what this the real message of this podcast did not, has been. Did wow. not see that going that way. Women steal your heart. Will say I think Sean Payton is overrated as a coach. Yeah, I mean I think that he has made a lot out of bad teams, and I guess that's all you can really ask for from I mean, a coach. But a being like a boy genius, like yuck. I mean, I don't know, where's the line, man? You got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yes. Which I think we all agree is the most important thing to a good team yes. is yes. a quarterback that can make all the throws. And it makes up for a lot of flaws on a roster. So how much is it Drew Brees and how much is it Sean Payton? It's about the coupling. It's you know? Yeah, the coupling. The matters. marriage, if you will. Okay, so <laughs> in New England, Tom Brady, they don't speak. 
Yeah, they're not anymore. Friends. I think there was a time when Tom Brady, before he was TB12 and had a Facebook show and shit. Oh, so and you, he did listen. You, you don't think Bill likes the, the social media presence? I don't think Bill likes the fact that Tom Brady walks around like he's hot shit. Tom, Tom Brady? Yeah. They've been making together. Making out with his son and dating and marrying supermodels and shit. They've been together. <laughs> he's like, chill, dude. 20 years almost, or maybe more. I, I can't even remember a time when this wasn't going on. But it's almost been two decades. They're sleeping in separate beds now. That's the stages that they're at. Oh, so they're doing a different thing. I'm, God, I wish the Bucks really had a shot at winning this game. They do. Can I I the Falcons just beat the Saints? I don't think so. Can I say this? Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are sleeping in separate beds. Meanwhile, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are having hot sex every single night. Ooh. In this analogy. Hot sex on a platter. Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, reading from – the Bible. Yeah, but they hold hands, though. Yeah, they still watch The Bachelorette together. Yeah, yeah. They are together. They just don't have sex because that's not how they express their love. Yeah, their love language is different now. now it's, it's prayer. Like, now it's like bringing home takeout. Yeah. It's like doing the laundry. Yeah. Carson saw that he, uh, Doug was with another man at one point, and it's hard to replace what that man had. Okay. Next, uh, the afternoon games, Cardinals at 49ers. Um, we just watched this game two weeks ago. This is a Thursday game. Cardinals played a lot closer than people thought they would. Cardinals' offense looks great. 49ers coming off that really long, overtime, soul-crushing loss. I mean, they're 8-1. and one. They have nothing to hang their heads over. They had a lot of guys out, too. Yeah, they had to lose at some point. And you don't want to lose too late. Yeah, losing, I think, um, anytime I watch those NFL yearbooks, where it's like the 1994 uh, Chiefs or 1994 49ers, whoever it was, they're always like, we needed to lose that week five game, man, or that week nine game. That's when we looked around and we came together and we realized we need to change it. They all say that. Exactly. Every fucking team. One loss is a key. Yeah. And the timing of the loss is important. I feel like the Colts back in the day, they there was a couple years where they could have been like dynasty level, but they were like on the forefront of like resting Peyton and oh, stuff. Oh, every year they're and fourteen they blow, and zero. Yeah. yeah, and then they blow like a week fifteen, week sixteen, and then some dumb shit happens in the playoffs. You got to lose early. Smart. I think this uh, weirdly enough, I know the Forty ers weren't getting all the respect from Forty ers fans. Felt that the nationally they should be kind of taken more seriously. Weirdly enough, in, in this loss, I feel like people. Their respect has still gone up just a little bit. It was the first time they I'd played even, great. I, I, when I saw that defense on Monday, this was the first time I'd actually watched a full 49ers game. And their defense is incredible. And it's really fun to watch. And it's, a, it's the type of thing that you don't really enjoy as much anymore in the NFL where everybody's flinging the ball around. A defense that just can fuck you up. Yeah. And ruin a play, even against a great quarterback like Russell Wilson. And he got his at the end. But as a Russell Wilson fantasy owner, I can tell you it was very frustrating against that D. And, and I hope that we see them in the playoffs uh, or in the Super Bowl against whoever the AFC team is, If it's especially if it's the Pats, because I feel like that's the recipe to beat those guys. Be a better defense than they are because their offense is on the downswing. Yeah, man. I think at some point in that game it became, was it like 20 to 10 or 17 to 10? The, the the uh, the Seahawks were up by two scores, and the Niners just had that strip sack of Russ Wilson get a defensive touchdown. And it's like, man, because their offense was doing nothing at that point. They kind of were not on their game at that. 
it seemed like the Seahawks were going to drive and maybe put the game away, and the Niners' defense brought them right back in. It was so impressive. Yeah, it was They fun. took the ball away on the goal line in the first half, too, at the end of the half. Those guys were great. I mean, even in the overtime, that interception, just Jesus Christ. They made every play you can want them. I got to say, Jimmy G, I, I know he was down a couple receivers and offensive linemen. He had a lot of drop balls, too. Yeah, I mean, despite Emmanuel that, he threw Sanders some he threw some played. interceptions that were dropped too. He threw like four or five right in the guy's hands. They dropped him. So still don't know what to make of Jimmy G, but he, you know, he's fine. He's a he's the quarterback that a great defensive team can use. Totally, he's they, the he's the ball control. The, yeah, the the if Brad Johnson him. type guy. You know, he's the who was the who was the the Ravens quarterback? Oh, yeah. like, I'm trying to think of like Tony Banks, wasn't it? But it was somebody. Back then, who just Dilfer Trent fucking Dilfer <laughs> winning a Super Bowl? So you just need that guy if you have a really good defense. And we were talking about the Pats being the all-time defense, but I don't know that Niners shit looked uh, pretty pretty tasty to me. Hey, speaking of Super Bowls, Pats at Eagles, both coming off bye weeks. Uh, this is one I've been looking forward to for a while. Haven't played this team since then. It's a nice little. There's a lot of storylines going into this one. Um, I'd say right now the Eagles offense needs to figure it out. We have the best O-line in football. We have the best tight end duo in football. Wentz is a very good quarterback. I know our receivers suck, but if we can't figure out this shit on offense, like that's just on the coach and on the quarterback. I, I want to put it on them at this point. Like You had your bye week. The season We're after Halloween now. This is when the real football starts. Like Put your shit together. Are we a playoff team or not? Like Show me something here. Well, in the East, in the NFC East, everyone's a playoff team. <laughs> if you if you believe hard enough, it's like fucking, uh, it's like Disney Plus, baby. It's like fucking, uh, what's that little uh, little Jiminy Cricket, man? <laughs> Just believe, dude. Just close your eyes and believe. And the Eagles will be in the playoffs at eight and eight. Oh, I'd love it. Just put me in the playoffs. Just want to be in the dance, Jamel. Thank you. I, I can Jamel. agree with that, the eight and eight part. But I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the Pats are going to be mad. They're going to have that classic comeback game that they always have. Everybody's doubting their defense now because they got run on by Lamar Jackson. But unfortunately, the Eagles don't have the same ponies as they as they even used to. We got but some we good can ponies. Admit that. But you got, got some, some good ponies. They're just not riding. They're, they're riding. just not riding with, sl- with the swag that they need. You know, and I I know I'm gonna piss off many Eagles Eagle Nation. fans, Eagle Nation out there, but you know that 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 Wentz character played great in the first six games with a bad supporting cast, or at least a supporting cast that wasn't helping him out. Now I think he's kind of given up. He's you decided, think he gave up? Yeah, I think he's decided. He's decided that it's not worth it to take those hits. And stay in the pocket like he had been. Are you talking about? You sure you're not talking about Nelson Aguilar? Are you talking about? Yeah. Look, if that's Nelson, a person who really gave Nelson up. Nelson yeah, Aguilar gave up. If Nelson Aguilar alligator arms ten more passes, I guarantee you Carson Wentz is going to kill himself. He's gonna. He's gonna be. He, how can he believe Added. that God is behind him <laughs> when God has given him a broken ass Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar and fucking Mac Hollins? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not great right now for the wide We just re-signed Jordan Matthews. We've Jordan cut that Matthews guy like seven times at this point. He's back. Yeah, that's our savior. That's our savior. 
That's our king, Jordan I Matthews. I don't know what style of praying Carson Wentz is doing, <laughs> but he might want to consider shaking it up. Um, yeah, that's going to be a fun game, I think. Okay, so last afternoon game, Bengals at Raiders. Uh, okay, let's start with the Bengals. I know they just got blown out by the Ravens. I was looking for a bright spot. Joe Mixon, he had 151 scrimmage yards. I mean, they have a backup quarterback. There's nothing else they can do. The guy played a good game. If you look at those the team stats on both sides, they were closer than it, it should have appeared. They're just the Ravens had some big turnovers and I don't know. This and team sucks. Just better. What do you want? Come on, man. The Bengals and, are the worst team in football. Hey, but the Raiders have Josh Jacobs and he's probably rookie of the year. And Great point as to why the Bengals will not win. Yeah. I mean, look, this is a <laughs> if the if the Raiders are going to flirt with the playoffs and really want to make a that that Chiefs Raiders showdown in a couple uh, weeks Jesus. matter. Yeah. They have to take. They have to win this game. It's, it's the Bengals. Sickens it's me. the Bengals. It's Andy Dalton's last game in Oakland. He's done. <laughs> Remember last week he was all over that. I fucking, love that. You love last game in Oakland. But talk? only if they're AFC West teams. Like Andy Dalton. Nah, everybody. It's Andy Dalton's last game in Oakland. Everybody, don't yeah. <laughs> take this moment for granted. He'll have plenty of time to watch. The, uh, to feel the ambiance as he watches the game from the bench. All right, Sunday night game, Bears at Rams. It's a quarterback suck fest. Who can play worse? Uh, I mean, I guess Trubisky figured out a little bit against the aforementioned Lions who give up yards to every quarterback. Um, the Rams, if they, if they lose this game, I mean, it's going to be panic time. And they it gave really up, is. They gave up quite a bit quite a bit for Jalen Ramsey so their future is gone Jared Goff got the contract so and so did Gurley. their future is gone Todd Gurley isn't getting healthier no and they seem to be trusting him less he's on the field less than 50% of the snaps he's supposedly healthy and in the fucking fourth quarter if your whole plot and we've talked about this if your whole plot is to keep him fresh for the the parts of the game that matter then you want him in there in the fourth quarter and don't run him early and they're doing the exact opposite. It, it makes no sense. I, I'm thinking, you know, Sean Payton's still a good coach and all that, but it seems like he hasn't quite evolved. Sean McVay. Sean, See, we're all me. fucking up the yeah, Sean Shans. Sean McVay. Yeah. I th still think he's a good coach, but I do think he just kind of ran it back this season, just like, oh, well, we did we, – we're just going to run it down your fucking throat. And the NFL is about evolving. You constantly have to be tinkering, making new shit. It looks like the same thing that the, that the Patriots last year gave the whole league the blueprint for how to beat – and he's just like, well, why, are, why isn't it working the same? Because we all know what you're going to do. Um, anyhow, the Bears got their win. Trubisky, I guess, saved himself for another week. But this is kind of a – whichever team loses, the fan bases are just going to fucking go psycho. I really think so. Well, if that's the case, you got to hope the Bears pull this out because – just their fans have the potential to be more psycho. They do. I don't know a out of control Rams fan. Yeah, they'll just go, <laughs> they'll go to the beach. They're fine. Yeah, that's true. Those have, don't exist. We have a in our office. We have a Bears fan and a Rams fan, and I I think I would prefer the Bears fan to be hurt rather than the Rams fan. Oh, it's, it's slight because both of them are great people. It's it is funny when the. the because the Bears fan, I think, takes a little closer to heart. And that's what I want. I yeah. want to see emotion. You know, the, the Rams fan, she's going to be like, no, oh, well, fuck it. 
Okay, let's let's get to the game that uh, we all want to talk about. Mexico City, mm. Monday night. Little Mexico. Chiefs at Chargers? What's popping? I guess who's at who, but at? Chiefs, I Chargers. Mean, Chargers. The Chiefs are the, the away team on this game. Um, man, this is going to be a fun one. I, I really think the Chiefs are going to blow their fucking doors off. I know Danny doesn't feel the same way. I think this is a 20-plus point win for the Chiefs. Who's going to catch the Montezuma? <laughs> Everybody. I feel like Everyone the Chiefs involved? fucking defense drank the water a week early. <laughs> Jesus Christ. To Ryan Tannehill yeah. running on you? Jesus. Hey, I mean. Ryan Tannehill's the white Jesus, baby. The, I, you know, I would gladly, I would gladly shit my fucking pants and just let it just, just, I would just drink a whole fucking fountain's worth of Mexican water and just have a f- complete, like, traffic jam of diarrhea coming out of my asshole than have to watch this Chiefs defense fucking play in the fucking fourth quarter the way they did the last few times we've had to eat shit against an inferior team. I mean, the, this loss was rates up there with some of the worst because of just the way it went down and having to watch it. I was on my anniversary trip. I was trying to love my wife. Ooh. And instead, we have to have a cold, emotionless car trip home. Because of this fucking bullshit, because that of the kicking the Chief, game. Yeah, the Chiefs of the did fucking that. kicking the game. Chiefs. But we also, I mean, Derrick Henry gets 188 yards. Yeah. Like, Patrick Mahomes is a fucking superhero He's god. Amazing. He's coming off of two separate leg injuries. And after two weeks, sits out, comes back in and throws for 400 fucking yards and three touchdowns. You told me that that's what I was getting. We're not blowing out anyone ever again. Every game can be lost because we can't keep our fucking foot on their throats we have to take it off and make it more stressful near the end the defense does it or the offense stalls out a couple times or some important person gets hurt or andy reed makes a dumb fuck decision or we get a fumble from a running back or something like that whatever it's going to take for it to not be a blowout is what's going to happen you told me yesterday they're going to miss the playoffs do you still believe that i said it up top he said it three times during this thing. You just called the Raiders game that we're going to play in week a 13 showdown. a showdown. That sickens me. It's sickening to think of that. We don't deserve to be in the same sentence as the Raiders or any of the other fucking AFC team. Now we have to hear about how great Deshaun and Lamar are again. Last year was so beautiful because it was all Patrick Mahomes all the time because he's so great. Now we have to hear questions about you know how the team's going to react to bullshit because we should just be marveling at his genius and brilliance on the field, but we can't because we have to wonder if the team around him is ever going to fucking get it together. And I don't believe that they are. I'm and, and maybe, maybe saying they won't make the playoffs is extreme, but we will not be winning the Super Bowl this year. We have to figure something else out. I don't know what it is. We got to go back to the fucking drawing board for the 17th time. Um, any Chargers thoughts? I just don't believe in not believing in them. And I know that that they really stunk it up against the Raiders, and I yep. know that they have just these weird systemic problems where, where you know, the, the players are always injured and Rivers is starting to look old and their defense just can't get it together and their O-line never gets it together. But they always show up in these games against us. And, you know, that Mexico City crowd, who knows who they're going to be rooting for. <laughs> I don't see why they would be into the Chiefs, so it's going to be the first home crowd they've had all season, yeah. ironically. And uh, I, it just scares me. They always scare me every year. I, would, I actually was preferring them to lose against the Raiders because at least we know we can beat the Raiders, but the Chargers are always a little bit of a wild card. 
It's hard. The Chargers are the team. I can never figure out what they're going to do. Like, home field advantage doesn't matter to them. They're no. not, they don't have a home stadium. No. They've played in L.A., and everyone's hated it. And even when they was in San Diego, everybody hated it. Yes. It's great for away fans, though. They're great at winning a game they're not supposed to. Perfect at losing the ones they should. I have no idea what's going to happen. This game being in Mexico, if you're thinking about betting on this one, you're an idiot. No one knows what's going to happen. I agree. I may have already bet on the Chiefs. Uh, Andy Reid is gonna is gonna eat some bad puerco pibil or something and gonna just <laughs> be off you, the field and maybe we win just because he doesn't make the wrong decision at nah, the wrong man. time. He has salacious crumb test all the food before he even eats any. Okay, uh, let's get into uh, our mailbag. You've got mail. It seems like there's a good amount of paperwork right in front of Jamel. Ooh. Um, so we're just gonna go ahead and grab one of those. Okay, it says here. So I got a letter from uh, Chedgar Allen Bro. He writes, Watching Lamar Jackson is like a dream within a dream. Do you think he could be the first Ravens player in, in history to win MVP? P.S. Love the show, but I think Jamel should read more poetry. Chedgar, thanks for writing in. Whoa. <laughs> is that Baltimore's number one cheese poet? I think so. Chedgar Allen Bro? Yeah. Is it Cheddar or Chedgar? It's I thought smudged. it was Chedgar. I mean, Cheddar works, too. Cheddar know. Allen Bro would have been, yeah. I'm not saying would have been. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. It's smudged. It was hard yeah, to read. Yeah, he kind of had a little. Uh, yeah, Cheeto okay, Lamar for MVP. It seems possible. I mean, it, it's always more of a narrative thing than actual stats. He has kind of the nation's attention right now, and for a good reason. I mean, the dude's exciting. Who's even number two? Who's well, I mean, Russ, Russ Wilson's yeah. there. Russ. Say Russ. I think if Mahomes goes on a run here, I don't want to eliminate. Nah, I, I he missed think that's games. the best he player. Too many games. He missed two games. There, not too, a, it doesn't matter if you're the best player. Dan's right. It's all a media it's thing. Na- it's it's narrative. Up. People yeah. don't enjoy If they go on a run. People don't no, want but a it's how two-time you MVP. Had he, had he done something to win them, the Tennessee game. Well, the Tennessee game will be long forgotten. We have eight more games. Which is crazy. Seven more games. My thing is, like, if Mahomes starts, if we win all of these games, if the Chiefs win all these games, despite this terrible defense, you might have to just be like, Jesus Christ, this guy is insane. If they win out. I don't think it's possible, but they could. Because I don't doubt that guy. I mean, if you look at his stats through 25 games, he's the best player for completions, touchdowns, yards, uh, rating, just He's the best player who's ever played the position. Uh, by my eye test, uh, by the stats, check it out. I mean, by the time all said and done, this dude's insane. I, I know right now everybody else is a little more exciting, but I don't want to forget that that dude exists for yeah. the MVP. Fine. Sorry, Chedger. Sounds like <laughs> real football analysis. Damn. Thank you. It went right at Chedger's fucking neck. Okay. Oh, I got something. Speaking of... Um, MVP candidates. I don't know if this is true. I mean, it says it's from Russell Wilson in Seattle, Washington. Maybe. I'll read it. Okay. Um, Hey, guys. uh, Just taking a break from raising Future's Child to check in with you guys. Uh, I don't know if you watched last night's game, but there was a moment late in the game. uh, There was a second down play where I was bottled up in the backfield for a 10-yard loss, and I miraculously wriggled my way out of that for a five-yard game. The refs blew the play dead already, 
and I, I had to complete a third and 16 pass, which I did because I am amazing, but it was the first time I'd ever seen quarterback safety rules work negatively for the quarterback. I suggest some rule changes, and I reached out to you guys because I respect your platform, and maybe if they hear me on the Sorry I Love Football podcast, maybe I can get some things done. I suggest adding an extra headset piece in my helmet, which the refs can hear. And as long as I'm yelling, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, you do not blow the play dead. As long as I'm audibly yelling the words, I'm okay, the play should be allowed to continue. What do you guys think? Uh, peace to Brooklyn as well. Puts it at the end. Peace to Brooklyn from yeah. Russ Wilson. Thanks for writing in, by the way. He's from Brooklyn, I guess, or just also uh, Brooklyn. Russell Wilson, inventor. Yeah, guys, just bringing in new technology into the game. Uh, yeah, it's crazy that they blew that dead. And you're right, the first quarterback protection thing that worked against the quarterback. Usually, they're just throwing flags for breathing on the guy. Exactly. And now it's like, no, you're down, so you couldn't yeah. possibly. Yeah, we thought in you were. Grasp. We thought you were hurt. I've seen Carson Wentz do that exact same play. They didn't blow it dead. And, you know, they would have denied us an exciting play. It's, I, it's so dumb that they blew that dead. There's That's a, what I'm saying. Jesus is against the man. He's just not praying right. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that because he does have Future's baby in I was his thinking possession. Too, yeah. There's a little bit the Lord yeah. doesn't like that. A little Damien the omen, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, Future talked to Jesus, too, man. What's Future's kid's name again? Uh, past. <laughs> uh, if only we could end the show on that. <laughs> but we have one more letter that I just pulled. This one, so this one, there's there are words italicized, so pardon me for adding what I feel like is the intended emphasis uh, as written on this letter. So here we go. Hey, guys, love the show. Just wanted to write in and give a quick dale to the 305 and the fans of Los Fiends who are celebrating our two-game win streak. Head coach Brian Flores Whoa. has the team playing Caliente. Interesting inflections. And QB Ryan Fitzpatrick is La Verdad. Anyway, you'll all probably see me with J-Lo and Shakira at the halftime show of this year's El Super Bowl. Hopefully I don't get drowned by Michael Vick. Signed, Pitbull. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Mr. International. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Uh, he's Mr. International. He's both. He's everything. He's everything. Yeah. Excuse? Wow. Do, you, do you think he was wearing a white suit when he wrote that? Damn, that and is. Shades, which has got to be hard to write to a write letter exactly, with yeah, your shades crazy, on. Yeah. He had proper punctuation everywhere. Amazing, too, to think that if he saw Michael Vick in public, he would be a little cautious. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> a little be. fearful. Have to be. It's more like if you see Michael Vick's cousin. Get it right. Yeah, M Michael Vick's entourage has always been uh, That's very problem. scary. If <laughs> Michael Vick himself, he's awesome. Michael Vick will just supervise the yeah, operation. Yeah, he's just going to throw like 10 racks yeah. towards his death. But <sighs> Pitbull, marked man. Okay, let's get our <laughs> final thoughts out. Marked mammal. All right, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> very sorry. Uh, did you guys see who played Lamar Jackson on the Bengals scout team this week? When, the, was, when it, the number it, one defense was playing... And they were preparing to face Lamar Jackson. Marvin Williams. Did you see who Marvin played Lewis. the quarterback? It wasn't Marvin Lewis? Marvin Lewis was not. I got to guess? I don't know. You don't have to, Fucking but. Fucking Edgar Allen bro. It was <laughs> Andy Dalton. It was oh. the fill-in for Lamar Jackson. I mean. Does he get an extra check for that? What a Does fall from a grace. You're Does the 10-year starter in Cincinnati, and now you've been just 
diminished to where you're doing a bad job playing Lamar Jackson. Obviously did a terrible job preparing that defense. Whoever made that decision, come on, man. Giving a come on. What if it was his? What if it was his idea? Uh, uh, Coach, a guy (laughs) who's younger than me. uh, Hey, uh, can I play Lamar Jackson? Dude, because you think think about this, Andy Dalton, a man with nothing to lose, nothing left to give, possibly at all mentally. Uh, He's he's on the bench. He's looking crazy. He wants out, trying to stay sharp, because there's a team that could use him, right? Do you, don't you think the Bears would be better with Andy Sir, Dalton? Yes. So, right, he's just trying to be like, you know what? The league's changing. I need to work on my running. Show him I got a spin move, too. He's trying to get some tape down. Yeah, he's just trying to show the coach he's yeah, still Yeah, he's it. working on a way out. That's all that is. You got to be working. And, he pro- and if he didn't get an extra practice squad check, that's bullshit. Get a better agent, bro. Great. We need an extra check for that. Dan, you got a final thought? I just want to I want to first acknowledge that uh, Instagram has made that big change now where they're no longer showing how many likes a post gets. So it's basically you see the amount of likes that you're getting, but nobody else sees. Oh. It makes everything feel a little bit more equal, a little less like everybody's doing well and you're not. Really? Um, oh, but that's yeah, awesome. I know. And, and, and on top of that, I just want to thank all of the hundred thousand people who liked our last post for this podcast yeah you guys are all great every single one of the hundred thousand of you who gave us a like and who actually uh, reached similar numbers on all of our other instagram posts without the help of the algorithms you guys sought us out people were just loving this podcast so much that they liked and liked and liked and and it just made me feel good so i just wanted to Say thank you to all of you. Bro, thank you for letting me know that as well. I As soon as this show is over, I am going to like 20 hot girls photos as <laughs> soon as I can. But they'll know. Hey, that's fine. I want <laughs> yeah. them to know. I don't want anybody else to know. You don't want me going through yeah. whatever. Checking like, me. Whoa, Jamel is Yo, Jamel was here too? <laughs> what do you think happens, no. though? She sees the like and she's like, Man, I haven't really thought about fucking Jamel until just now. Like, I mean, how does that work? That's how it works in my mind, but obviously nothing will come of it. I just this is just a mental note. I'll just have to ask some women. Yeah. Oh, Jamel knew I had boobs. That's it. <laughs> that's all I want. But she wanted Jam- she wanted people to know. She wanted she the people boobs. to know. Jamel, you got a final thought? Oh, uh, you know me, usual stuff. Um, take care of yourselves. We're uh, past the halfway point. Uh, fantasy playoffs are coming up, so um, do whatever you have to do to um, keep track of your mental health. It's important in these days and times. Uh, hold your loved ones near and dear, and thank you for listening. And as always, we're sorry. Sorry. Super sorry, dude. I'm sorry.